0: Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon.
1: Let's begin! All right, everyone. We are in episode 10
0: of In a Winter with Emily, and um, you'll just have to go back to episode nine for our introduction to who Emily is. I'm not going to repeat it in every episode, but check out all our stuff from the links, and Emily is awesome. That's the, the short of it. <laughs> all right, Emily, you were saying something about the the painfulness of episode 10.
1: Yes, uh, episode 10 killed me. <laughs> the general statement, but um, so I had the absolute pleasure of being the vocals for the track in episode 10. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, I helped kind of write some of the melody of it. And I'm very, very honored. Uh, we named this song Sidereal. And I don't know if many people like looked this up. Allie and I kind of have this fun habit of naming songs after um, untranslatable words or like words with just like one very simple, thick meaning. Uh, no. This one is called Sidereal. And it means out of respect to the stars.
0: Huh, which just like Latin?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Daryl
1: okay. Mm. Be warned if you end up seeing even more songs like that. The, yeah. the fun titles. If you don't know a word, just look at it. Yeah. Up. It'll make sense. It does say that. Okay. Mm.
0: Interesting. Cool. Yes.
1: Diving I like a new to word today. <laughs> dark. If you want to read through these, you can be Anya or Delta, or I'll be Anya and Delta. I love. What do you
0: want? Songs. Who do you want to be? <laughs>
1: I I am Anya, but I love Delta.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. So why don't you be Delta this time? Because you're usually Anya. So maybe we'll switch it up Mm. and I'll do Anya. All right. So we have, um, oh, you know, let me actually switch to my background to the one that is from this episode because it is very beautiful. It's blue. Mm. It's, you know, I find it funny because like the city is destroyed, but somehow they still have the cityscape. You know,
1: (laughs) A lot of people wonder that they're like, who's living there? Who is here? the but. delta turn on the whole city lights so i wanted to see people who knows <laughs> it's uh
0: it's for visual uh, beauty um like i said i don't expect everything to be perfectly explainable some things mm-hmm. are just the plot or the aesthetics and that's it <laughs> mm-hmm. so she's sitting on the stairwell and looking out at this beautiful um vintage point, the cityscape and it's all blue there's a lot of stars um this you know lights it's really very pretty and she looks very um, miserable.
1: <laughs> very tired. I'd say she's tired. I can mm-hmm. go a lot into Anya episodes as we read through them. But um, I have a lot of her mental perspective just because I, I mean, I don't want to be like, yes, I'm in her head. But mm-hmm. I've been voicing her for a year now. And I always feel like my perspective of her is very specific. But I feel mm-hmm. like in this, how I acted this when I recorded it, it's very tired i mean because this takes place right after episode six this takes mm-hmm. place right after the whole blood thing and she's a lot to think about but she's also like oh that was a panic attack today <laughs> so she's just depleted i think
0: yeah that's a good word mm-hmm. and, and you, you should yeah. be resting <laughs> i can hear the pleasure in your voice in doing
1: that <laughs> i have so much pleasure voicing sounds yeah Tomorrow is going to be a long day.
0: Mm. Yep. And he is at the foot of the stairs looking up at her. Um, yep, it's quite muscular arms. And she just looks at him, she looks chagrined, she looks very like very unhappy. And Mm. there's a close-up of like the two of them looking at each other with it which I think is showing their growing intimacy and comfort with each other. You know, they were obviously like the on two opposite sides. Um, even though Anya as a peacemaker and a conciliatory person, they you represent the humans and the androids, but they're in the situation now where they are growing closer and understanding each other, um, on a more sympathetic level.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. You, you, I mean, the way you said that, um, kind of resonated. I, you think of it like the first time they really kind of meet me, like very mm-hmm. close together episode 42, right before he puts her out and the way they talk is not like two humans, not to human to people with like the like inward experiences you think of it like she's the humans he's the androids but now you look at them on the staircase and you're thinking here's one human with a very deep trauma and here's another person with another very deep trauma and their traumas kind of interlink mm-hmm. and they kind of see that kind of same tiredness within each other in this look oh
0: mm-hmm. are you a delta on your shipper by any chance
1: I am the Delta. Just oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I am. Me. I like you missing something. Sorry. No, no, it's was me. I'm
1: like Emily. What do you want for ho- what do you want for your birthday, Emily? Uh, can you draw Delta and Anya as the Phantom of the Opera and Christine? Oh. <laughs> no, I. Okay, so this I'm, is your
0: ship be. for this for this uh, story,
1: Delta Anya. So, yes. So you can see when she was like, episode ten will kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. You know it's interesting because. Um, I I I never shipped them together because I did not like Delta but I I don't I think there's I I will I, mean, I do think he he takes a little bit more of a mentor type role I think that he, he I don't know whether obviously he is older than her but um we do know that but he also feels older than her so I don't see their relationship as being like equal in that sense although obviously Omega is meant to be one of the other male leads you know in in vying for that spot and they're similar ages um he and Delta. but whatever delta just gives me a bit more of an older vibe so i don't personally see that romance but there's a lot so much stuff going on and developing between them that i do understand that perspective
1: <laughs> so yeah that's fine you know i see a lot of people who are like that i know that perspective i mean i have my own thoughts everyone has their own thoughts i there's actually some people who are in the thought that ani just has so much trauma she shouldn't be with anyone i mean, i think that's perfectly acceptable I think I have my own mental reasons for Deltania. But like I'll get into it. But yeah. they, they, so they're at the stair and they're looking at each other and her mouth is Yes.
0: Yeah. She says, I, I couldn't sleep. And you and know he her I think it's her hand. Is her hand or his I, uh, hand?
1: That's his hand going up the stairs.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I see
1: could I. He says, there oh. could
0: I. And she looks shocked because he's admitting it's something very vulnerable to admit to someone. It's very, it's, it's showing sympathy. It's showing, uh, you know, sympathy as in like the two of them are together and like simpatico and it's showing vulnerability on his part. And it's, it's the big, obviously the beginning of a conversation, an emotional conversation. So for him to say that is something very, it's a very big step forward in their, in their relationship. <laughs> so Anya is understandably surprised, but she's also surprised at, at just the mere fact, and she says, you require sleep.
1: mm mm-hmm. And this is, oh, I'll say this later, but I was just thinking of thought, but I'll say it after. So he goes up the stairs. I can go days without sleep. I've been trying to use what time I wisely, as wisely as I could. And he comes up, he stands. And I was going to say, I think the use of stars is so beautiful because they're so, I mean, especially for the scene, because stars are so intimate, but at the same time, very open like it's just such a large space but at the same time it just feels so intimate. I feel mm. like in this conversation too that just it's what it feels like and it helps just yeah, well, well people who
0: are very close to each other you know go stargazing together it's considered very romantic it's very inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I well, listen this episode if you're a Deltania shipper right like i mean you like to see the two but, of them together.
1: <laughs> this is you got Deltania shipper number 1 Emily stamp of approval for this episode. <laughs>
0: Oh, I honestly, I feel like other people's, um, vicarious joy, like when they're, cause I know what it feels like. Let's say for me, it's like, let's say Loki, any Loki stuff is like, ah, I go crazy. So I understand yeah. that feeling. And I'm like, I'm happy for you.
1: <laughs> I get that. Wait. So, um, we are here we have a lot to go through big episode. So Anya's looking up at him as he's just standing there and he's, oh, gazing so at the it's so, mm, so mm-hmm. tired. It's beautiful. Such a gorgeous expression from him. Um, um, and, and she's gripping her wrists, right? And mm.
0: it's like, okay, I think she's maybe preparing herself for what she's going to say. And she asks him, Do you remember the first person you killed?
1: And he waits a moment. Yes.
0: Oh, and she asks, Did, did it hurt you?
1: And he waits and he turns. Hurt me how? Oh,
0: she looks up at him. Her eyes are furrowed and what looks like sympathy. I think it looks like mm-hmm. sympathy. And understanding. I, think,
1: I think it's kind of like she's testing the waters. She's trying to like internalize if it's really okay for her to say what she's going to say. Because mm. what I think when I think of Anya, and I've confirmed this with Allie, like I think Anya's whole big thing is like she really is not comfortable talking about herself she feels guilty like there's a guilt in talking like i said like before ivan's thing is he hides himself because he has that anger inside of him anya feels guilt because with her family like i'm too guilty to talk to alexei because uh maria died i'm too guilty to talk about this going on because all the stuff's going on in the world i'm too guilty to be sad that my soulmate killed me because whatever (laughs) there's just there's so much going on and now she's in a very small place where she can but she still like has a hesitancy about her where she's like can I really be vulnerable without feeling guilty for dumping my emotions on someone else? But somehow, and somehow she's like, "Mm, I think I can. And she opens up. And I think that the way he validates her through it is beautiful.
0: Yeah, Delta this season has just become, I call him like, Delta like therapist Delta. I I don't know what happened to him from season one, but he is like understanding, encouraging, like uh, affirming. I mean, I don't know what happened to him, but he's like, just no kind guy. Number one here.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) And she
0: looks down and she says, I, before you pick me up and she, her hand is shaking. There was an accident. It was so chaotic and loud and and we kind of see a flashback. Um, this is from
1: the- episode, if I remember correctly, 39. If mm-hmm. anyone's curious. Yeah. And we
0: just see what looks like androids and blood. And it's just, we don't know that would happen, right? But-
1: Oh, that oh no, that's a that's specific. That's specific to thirty nine. Oh. It's when they're standing at this pole, and it's right before it crashes. Galina and Ivan are on separate sides, and someone's coming up to her, and it's the first. Time oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Shooting.
0: It's that okay? Never mind. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: it's good. Your encyclopedia is here.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and she says, "I killed someone." She looks so distressed. She's holding her hands to her heart. She's looking down. She looks so bad. <laughs> Poor girl. So the, and now it's like there's this weight inside of me. I feel sick all the time from within. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I just keep seeing it over and over again. It's so pathetic, but.
1: And he quickly stops her. Well, I want to say like, firstly, once again, her whole thing, with guilt, like she's, she's like opening and opening. I'm like, I feel bad. I feel sick. My head hurts. And then she thinks, wait, I've said the word I 5 billion times. Oh it's God. so pathetic. I'm sorry. And he's like, stop. Stop.
0: No, oh, he's so, so, so I don't know. To
1: do <laughs> the
0: the feralness. Like fine ripper the- to to Mister supportive. I I really I. I <laughs> the
1: the the feralness I felt upon seeing Delta squatting for the first time should <laughs> not be talked about, but I want to acknowledge that it's. <laughs> but um, no, I. It's. I feel like for some people, it's hard to conceptualize Delta being like this as opposed to season one, because you're like, you see him like this in season one. You're like, who the hell is that? And when I have people who ask me that, I have to say, like, think about him not only as how he treats humans. Think about him as how he treats his brother. Right. That's the the only person
0: that he displayed any sort of compassion and love towards.
1: Yeah. And and a little bit the other androids um, you could see. Yeah. And you know, it could be some kind of response to his trauma. Like you can only really let yourself, it's, it's you know, it's like a cat. You have a cat with PTSD. Like they don't like being displaced. They only trust one person. They're going to lash out at everybody else. But the one person they trust is the one person they protect and love, like unconditionally. And Delta has always been like that with Omega, with the androids, about his family. I will rip everybody apart to keep you safe. I care about you. Are you okay? You got shot. And, like, you see in, like, Fireball Proxy, when he goes and gets his brother, and there's, like, this huge amount of concern. It's, I mean, he's always been a very, it, it comes off as, like, angry and sadistic and, like, a war general. But at the same time, he's a very, I think he's just a very broken person whose violence takes over. Hmm. And he, I mean, to get into the whole thing, when you see things like episode four with Beta's philosophy, which is, you know, D- Beta's philosophy, the whole thing is, I'm Beta. I don't think humans should be trusted because they treat us badly. So we should treat them badly. And that's what he picks up. And I think this whole persona that you see with him and the androids is just beta's philosophy that's overtaken him. But inside of him, you can really see like the true him and how he interacts with his family. And now Anya, I think that's mm. it comes through. It's just, it takes a bit for it to come out. Kind of like, you know, Groundhog's Day where the groundhog comes out a little time and it goes back.
0: <laughs> okay, I guess... I mean, I said, I think I said this before in a previous podcast, but like for me, even if you have had bad things done to you, that should not justify you then repeating those bad things to other people. And no. yeah, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll be honest. Like the real reason that it's so personal to me, I think is because a lot of my, most of my family are like, um, Holocaust survivors and they No, me through- too, me too. Yeah. So they were, you know, they went through extreme abuse and torture and they didn't come out wanted to kill like a a all of humanity or even the people that did this to them. And, you know, they went on most of them, right. Obviously not everyone was like that, but most of them went on and they were kind, wonderful, great human beings. And I just feel like to have that response because, because I grew up with people who went through that horror and didn't become monsters. I, Mm -hmm. I expect better of Delta, you know, I don't, I I think that if you are upset that someone did something to you, don't go now do the same thing to, random people just because they're from the same race.
1: Yeah. I argue though, I mean, I've gone through the same thing and I'm not going to say our perspectives like have to be the same because I've had my um my uncle was in like a concentration camp. Like he I don't know half of my family lineage because it's all been killed and mm. it's very close to me. My dad's a uh, clergy and I just like I have a very deep connection I remember going to Holocaust museums. I but I argue like if you feel this way of delta, would you have different thoughts than Alexei? Because I know Delta does this, as we've learned, the androids do this in retaliation to fight back. And mm-hmm. it's not purposeful. They're doing it because someone tried to kill them and scrutinize them. It wasn't them first. But do you feel the same way towards Alexei?
0: I mean, obviously, I have no soft feelings in my heart for Alexei at all.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's kind of the same, I would think, for the two, just because those are their perspectives. However, I think differing from Alexei, Uh, he's not, you know, like Delta's not here saying, I'm going to kill your sister because you killed mine. Whereas Alexei says, I'm going to kill your sister and rip her apart limb from limb just because she happened to be there. I think that's the difference between them. I don't think he likes these things. And as you can see in this whole episode, he cares for humanity, he cares for humans. And as you can see, he's humoring because she's a human, you know, like you're human, it's human, it's acceptable to be this way. I think, I know his actions are terrible and I'm not saying like, you know, his actions make him hot, but I'm saying I understand where he's coming from based on this. It was circumstantial. I don't think he feels good about what he did either. I don't think he revels in the fact that he's killed people.
0: I, think I don't know. That's I, I, I thing. will say, I think there's a little bit of a diff- a little bit, a lot bit of a difference between season one Delta and season two Delta um mm. season one delta like i'm pretty sure like i'm not thinking like the video but i pretty sure i recall him saying things like who cares about these humans kill them all i don't care like i really see him being completely heartless towards humans and just really not caring at all about them and if anything beholding or grudging against the entire human race and i do and in season two he's suddenly reasonable kind sensitive and yes we've only seen him interact with anya we haven't seen him yet like with anyone else but i do think there's a bit of a switch so mm
1: from what i recall in season one purposefully in season one he in the episodes he does appear in things like bloodletting does show him against humans but he doesn't you know if you think about it he doesn't actually torture them at first he asks for information kindly before something happens he doesn't actually say yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna hit you first then ask questions later he says please give me this information then i'll hit you and then with the humans they weren't the ones who actively tried to fight first if anything he went into that whole confrontation in the episode at 18 like okay you're gonna give us the humans good no one's gonna fight good arrangement he didn't even fight back until alexei tried to take the kill shot and i think that's interesting as well then you think about other things with humans you know he never it was we get told stories about how he's this thing we get told this all the time about how much he hates them but you're seeing it like through the lens of Alexei telling Anya this and how she's seeing it because Alexei told her this, not how he actually is. I think that's where it comes from for me.
0: I don't know. For me, the, the spine ripping episode was just very.
1: That it is was, gruesome. Like,
0: that was the big thing that was like, okay, Alpha, like you're you're on my hit list. It's
1: silly. It's silly. Hmm.
0: I'm going to try to forget about it because he's really nice this season.
1: Yeah. But different strokes, different strokes, different folks. But it's understandable. But I see where you're coming from and you're valid.
0: Yeah. No, I like but him a lot. I love him. It. This season, he's fantastic. I really like him this season. But it's hard for me to forget the season, season one.
1: Oh, yeah. But oh. <laughs> where were we? It's human. Yes. <laughs> There's a stark difference between cold-blooded murder and self-defense, Anya. You should not confuse the two.
0: And she's like... You know, this displaying signs kind of nervousness, like touching her hair and her ear, she's looking hesitant about accepting his words. And she asks him, "Does that mean you always hated humans? Given what you are, did you write it off as self-defense too?"
1: And that strikes a nerve.
0: <laughs> oh yes, she clenching. I love that she clenching. it's it's, it's nice.
1: <laughs> you see how he directly chooses not to reply to the self-defense comment and just says, "No, I didn't hate humans." So was it self-defense? Does he think it's self-defense? Question, question.
0: Mm, <laughs> and he point. says,
1: no, I didn't always hate humans. I... I was a bit like you once. Oh, it just I, does tug at my heartstrings. It really does. And he's opening
0: up to her a lot. I can, I can just see... I, I can- <laughs>
1: And you see episode four where he's such a caring brother and he's like, I believe in hope, brother. I believe in mother's vision. And now he's like, I was like you. Once. It's It's sad. It is. And he says, I believed in my mother's vision wholeheartedly. That we could coexist. That our mission, our purpose, was to help humanity. That we were the next step in human evolution. Not inherently better. Simply... Next. Mm. My older siblings, Alpha and Beta, did not believe this. They were the first of our kind. While technological advancement has always been a point of pride for humanity, my siblings were met with an equal amount of wonderment and distrust, scorn. My mother did the seemingly impossible, human and machine, perfectly married. But what does it mean to be human? Many saw the creation of my siblings as a violation of what it means to be human. We were deformities, neither fully machine nor fully human. Soon many were calling my mother Lady Frankenstein, never mind the thousands that she could have saved. The people her heart bled for, the chronically ill, the poor, the children. All those souls pleading for mercy. My mother cared for them all. My mother wanted to solve it all for the betterment of mankind. But others, too many, saw her creations as a threat. Or an opportunity to weaponize us. A profitable opportunity. Charge thousands for what my mother wished to share freely. Human greed and fear knows no bounds, Anya. Don't feel guilty about this accident. It's more peop- If more people were so broken up about taking a single life, then perhaps this war never would have happened. And that that's a giant monologue. Like, yeah. Did you really? want to say anything during all of that?
0: Um, yes, I have some questions. First of all, I love the visual representation of, you know, the mother and with the rose is and then, you know, she pricks it and the blood comes out. It's a uh, really perfect timing. Do you um I my assumption was always that Zoe is Anya's mom. Do you do you hold of that?
1: <laughs> I don't, purposefully okay. because she does seem quite older here but uh, I think it's because yeah I wasn't sure I was like does she
0: naturally have white hair or is it old (laughs) like I could not tell her hands don't look that old in my opinion but I don't know
1: Mm -hmm. I always think there's some kind of odd relation between Zoe and Anya I always do wonder what it is I don't think it's motherly though it's but it is curious Mm -hmm. because I I know Allie and Kat are very like I mean this isn't like me knowing things other people don't i just i think it's been shown at least in the public discord Allie and cat are not big fans of like we're marrying people in the family even though they're not related like they're raised as they're not gonna be together like some people in the discord were like oh you could ship delta and you could ship gamma together because they're siblings but they're like not blood and people are Mm -hmm. like oh no no absolutely not and cat and Allie literally went in the discord and they were like no shut that down right now Mm -hmm. So I don't see the opportunity. I don't I don't see the potentiality of that just because mm-hmm. that's what I've seen. Okay. But I do think there's a lot of odd potentials about the actual relations between Zoe and Anya. I feel like there is something there, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure what.
0: Okay. I always assumed that because of like way, way back in season one, like one of the first episodes where Anya goes in and you see her family and we hear the TV saying, oh, Zoe's been missing for years. I and mean, we know Anya's mother is gone, also. So I, that was that was where I made the connection.
1: I always do wonder how many years that is, though, because I I'm still trying to make like a proper timeline in my mm-hmm. head. Like, when the war started? When did Zoe get killed? When was right. when was Beta killed? When was Alpha killed? When was Zeta killed? Like when when was the timeline for this all? Mm-hmm. Like,
0: wasn't, I know um, the war started like a year after she went into Dreamscape, right? So that would be twenty four years ago.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. that's the only thing i know
1: yeah it's (laughs) yeah so it's like i I, i'm doing a reread right now i'm currently on like episode eight i'm trying Mm -hmm. to like book everything so i can make a proper Mm timeline but i still i'm so i'm grasping at straws it's well written but i'm grasping at straws (laughs) but um yeah there's this whole thing and i think the beauty of these plants is so gorgeous like she's taking care of the the plants are so like beautiful of a representation like I'm taking care of these plants I'm taking care of these humans I want them to flourish but they take from me but I don't care I want them to thrive mm. so she's like pleading for mercy she's feeding these flowers but they still take from her and they take her blood
0: yeah well I see it as the outside people right who want to I you're a threat or want to pop off of it or mm. to weaponize people yeah And Anya is reacting very, you know, she's a very intensive listener, you see a lot of sympathy in her face, she's really taking it in, and then she looks so miserable at the end, you know, uh, she's just really downcast, and, you know, Anya is someone who probably recognized these, these traits in, in humanity before, right, she's the one, she didn't like it before, she didn't like it with Alexei's camp, she tried to make peace, so he's, he's talking about things that she believes in, and she has seen. Mm -hmm yes sorry my brain
1: is like zipping for a second (laughs) we're at the tell me the more you tell me right yeah and she says Mm -hmm. the more you tell me i inner conflict is normal your history has all but ensured your distrust you didn't distrust androids that you'd believe your brother unquestioningly but it's never quite so simple i always think that's interesting because i said this to norman in the session i was like he's really just calling out the fact that her perception is getting very skewed right now because she's only seen what alexei has told her it's very Mm. rose tinted lenses very like rose tinted glasses she's not seen the whole world she's only seen this one perspective of the humans and it's only what alexei's told her and i'm not going to be that person but i'm going to say this literally everyone in Anya's family has gas blizzard mostly alexei like Mm. maria it was you you killed me alexei mm, it was you you're 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 the one who mm, you killed maria i so I think she's seeing like, I think this is the first time she's finally feeling her own perspective on something. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, it's okay to have your own conflict. I know you'd trust what your brother says, but you should try to believe what you think yourself.
0: That's, yeah, I mean, that's pretty incredible. What Delta is doing here is, it's very profound. It's very validating, it's very affirming. It's, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like I guess, quite astounding that he is treating her this way.
1: It's weird. In comparison to like episode uh, 20, 21, when she's with omega and the end of 21 he's like the humans were the ones who tried to kill us you know delta never affirms these things Nelta never tries to push forward the agenda that the androids are the good guys he just says you know it's never that simple it's never Mm -hmm. as simple as it looks so he's not really trying to pose that anyone's better than anyone else he's just saying it's never quite as simple Mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's neat of him yeah so they sit on the staircase <laughs> again, and he says, "Hmm, how strange. I haven't sat down like this with a human in years."
0: Doll, you guys were at war <laughs> And Jesus, she asks, she you know, is resting her hands on her on her knees. Does that make me special?
1: And <laughs> I said this like I I said in my session with him about how this was like a joke. Like he's joking with her. Like this is my one chance to get you to laugh again. Like. Oh, on the contrary. If I were you, I would be running for the door right now.
0: <gasps> nice.
1: He says, oh, she, she smiles. Smiles. laughs. That. Oh, I'm weak for that. Oh, oh that moment. Oh, yes. my, little, my little dead heart beats in my chest. And, and she smiles for like a split second. And it's not even like a happy smile. It's just like, a, mm, I'm having a good time. like was <laughs> really... And that's like, I feel like that's a chance to see the real Anya because it kind of shows itself when she's in the bunker. You know, she likes to play around like that moment in episode 30 where he's like, has ever, has anyone ever told you you're peculiar Anya? And she's like, no, people usually say I'm 10. Like she's sarcastic. <laughs> I, I think as a person, she's like usually like sarcastic and bubbly and funny. Mm-hmm. And this is the one time it shows that. And I think it's like sweet.
0: Yeah, it's sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. So she gets surprised that he says that and she course returns back to oh i hate myself
0: No, yeah, it's very flirtatious what he said i think if, if i'm going to be a little bit bishopy mm-hmm. he actually smiles yeah that's, that's my funny. agenda
1: it's working <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: listen i i'm one of those people actually with most webtoon romances or do not i don't, wouldn't categorize this as romance necessarily but i'm fine with like whoever the characters end up with um because i just like romance i want them to be happy you know like you'll they'll be what it'll be so yeah so if if, if it is deltania i'm fine with it. like well, it's okay ivan has to find someone else too i want him to be happy but mm-hmm. i'm okay <laughs> ivan could find you yes you can write me in <laughs> I, as a character uh it's these, okay. these,
1: um, these, I, I think this like there's this game i like uh called huh. tears of themis and there's like four mm-hmm. romance options uh one is luke and one is vin and mm-hmm. i'm like luke for the protagonist vin for me so it's like <laughs> Delta for Anya, Ivan for me.
0: <laughs>
1: that kind yep. of person. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm perfectly fine with that. You mm. can put yeah. a mini in there. Russianize my name, maybe Miranda or something. <laughs>
1: mm. I'd say Misha, but Misha so. <laughs> uh yes, so Anya looks like, oh what?
0: And she's like, I wish it could be different.
1: And he gets up, little mm there were many nights when i wished for the same thing what
0: changed oh what happened to delta who hoped for androids and humans to coexist
1: and in this moment it comes back that protectiveness that darkness comes back and i such a fast switch and it always hurts me to see it even more than like excites me when i saw it it like hurt me because i'm like Delta does not want to be like this. Delta doesn't want to be like this. And it comes out and he just, that whole defense mechanism, you know, it's like Kieran, the whole, I'm darkness on the surface and I let it out for two seconds and I'm letting it back in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The second someone theory. thinks I'm a monster, I'm going to show them I am. That's the, my, my thing for webtoon men that perceive themselves to be monsters through other <laughs> people's eyes when actually they're just deeply traumatized individuals.
0: <laughs> so, yes,
1: he says, hmm he died
0: if that grin at your back into,
1: I, yeah. that's that the ninth stages thing. of grief. That I'm going to make that glow when I edit it. I'm going to make, his voice actor was like, are you going to make it glow, Emily? And I'm like, yes.
0: That is, by the way, like you said, you know what, when Kieran thinks he's a monster, he, he has blood on himself. Delta, when he thinks he's a monster, he becomes inhuman with his glowy eyes. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a good parallel.
1: He, oh, it, it's a, the smile it just gets me every time like it's, a fake uh, smile.
0: it's like it's so painful that he has to pretend that it's the opposite he just puts uh, on like, the exact opposite emotion
1: weirdly it's like he's pitying her for like saying it like it's laughable to tell her like oh he hmm. died mm-hmm. killed by your brother let me get like i'm getting the whole thing he he died at your brother's hands your brother hunted down my little sister Zeta and tortured her to death. Oh, that episode killed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's confirmation of what a lot of people suspected that Alexi was the general.
1: I want to get into one thing before we get into analysis of whatever that was. Uh-huh. One comment needs to be acknowledged in the top comments, and I would mm-hmm. like to say this because it deserves to be said. Uh, Suncloud58. Now would be a good time to reunite Alexei (laughs) with the cheese grater. I absolutely the best time.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: Alexei. Mm. Oh, my feelings for this man.
0: Ugh. I don't know. It's bad, man. It's bad.
1: Mm -hmm. So, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I have.
0: I. I'm grossed out by Alexi, obviously. I feel bad for Anya because it's her brother. And she missed out on 25 years of him being presumably a jerk. (laughs) So last time she saw him, he was harsh to her, but we don't know how he was before that. And it was a funeral and like, sister just just died, right? So like, you know, we saw his behavior being harsh, but we don't know how he behaved before. And we know that he was under stress, right? So we like didn't have much about from pre-war Alexi. And then we see him now and he's harsh and he's he's ill tempered and he's pragmatic to the point of shooting his own sister like but okay like nothing was vindictive or cruel yet it was just maybe very just harsh and 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 tough but you know war does that to people and you know horrible circumstances makes you um more more you can't be a, a, so tender hearted but this is just this is a level this is not good. Yeah
1: it's it's the level of just not okay. I mean uh especially when you see Zeta in episode four and you're like, Oh, I want to protect her. She's so passive. She just wants to help. And they're like, Oh yeah, your brother tore her apart. Oh, she's so <laughs> nice. I feel so bad for her. Like, like, why her? Why that one? Why'd she you choose that nice. one? Why is that the one you chose? For dramatic purposes to make us feel sad. <laughs> oh yeah, I wouldn't put it past dolly and Kat if you guys are watching thank you <laughs> yeah they, they they thrive on pain i wouldn't say they're like uh so for where they're like i'm gonna drink my reader's tears but they're yeah. the, more of the i love them as people because they're like the kinds of people that will read the discord chats of people talking about like the fast passes and they're gonna be like interesting you guys think that Mmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. For in terms, I read a lot, a fair bit about storytelling, and obviously, if you want something to matter, you have to make the stakes high. You have to, you know, do the opposite of what people expect, right? The fact that she's a good person, she should deserve a good life, but instead, she received the exact opposite. That's what makes it so horrible. So, yeah, they're doing the right things. They're 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 killing us.
1: (laughs) Mm. It's yeah, but I think this is one of my favorite episodes of any webtoon ever. I there's so much storytelling so beautiful it ties for me with uh episode six it's just Mm -hmm. one of my favorites
0: and it's physically beautiful too i love the stars ah (laughs) Mm yes it reveals a lot about delta
1: definitely does it does it reveals a lot about both of them actually i think because it reveals a lot about how much she's willing to let out how much i feel like this is the first time anya's really Vented to somebody besides Ivan, at least in episode 15, but she only did somewhat. Like, this is the first time she's really been like, I did this, I feel bad, I feel sick, I feel disgusting, I can't sleep, I yeah. can't eat. Like, she's just a closed little cage and lets little touchies inside, but mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see. Yeah,
0: it it's... is gorgeous.
1: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: that do episode. we have anything else to say on this episode?
1: Delta Hot! <laughs> All right. Delta Anya Anya Beautiful. Anya beautiful.
0: I have to say I appreciate because, you know, I, I do this um, you know, podcast with a lot of different people. And obviously I am I am very much also the kind of person who will, you know, comment about the character's physicality. But I sometimes feel guilty for doing that excessively. So I appreciate that, you know, it took like it took like up to hell now for you to say Delta's hot. So <laughs> we focus on the character. Delta a lot. Hot.
1: I, I tried I was holding back
0: yeah <laughs> you don't want know,
1: know what I was like that I recorded my live reaction for Ali when I read episode one and I think if I recall it was just me screaming every single panel that came out like like the one with him holding that you're coming with me little rat and I was like recording my reaction I was like oh my god
0: <laughs>
1: Look at that, that I'm fine I just love fictional men <laughs> that's yes. okay it's valid
0: I tell you why I think we do because you know real men are real people and then they have like flaws and then we have to interact with them and then we have to like work out things and like they make a mess and blah 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 so it, that's why I think it's easier to fall in love with weapon men because they don't have any negative impact on your life
1: mm-hmm. yeah they're just oh,
0: right yeah. yeah okay so I'm gonna pause this episode now Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Limpress, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Taggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, and Milta, Esther, and Watching You People, Emily, Jean, Jen, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, City, Teresa, Mrs. Casaldo, Nini, and Emma Pora. Your support is truly appreciated.